Is it, is it too loud for it, or what's going on? It just kind of like sounds like you're in a bottle. Well, I'm not. So you're not. You're not in a bottle. <laughs> no, genie in a bottle. <laughs> He's not a genie. <laughs> All right, Ruthann, talk CDL. It is. What is today? Saturday. Yes. All right, it, go ahead, Ruthann. You know what? I need you to adjust up. Count. Do you want me to adjust up or adjust down? Because you know you're good. All right, right there. All right. So uh, we have a young man with us tonight. Mm-hmm. A trucker. We do. He's not 21 yet, but mm-hmm. I believe he's got a CD already. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk to him about that. He's uh, been following the show for a short time. And uh, we just thought we'd bring him on and, and hang out with the guy. He's actually a, uh, 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 a, future, a future trucker o- OTR guy. At least I think that might be his goal. But we're going to go ahead and get down to, and dirty with this guy and see exactly what his plans are since he is like the next generation trucker. I'm going to go ahead and bring him on here. And his name is Kyle. Kyle, you're in, buddy. How you doing tonight? Doing all right. How about you guys? Hey, I'm not too bad, man. So, Kyle, Kyle I got a million questions for you. I've already mm-hmm. told everybody what you, what you are. You're a uh, how old are you? First off, I'm 19. You're 19. Okay. And where do you live at? What state? Um, in uh, Kokomo, Indiana. Oh, you're in Indiana. Okay, cool. And you are currently a Class A CDL holder, correct? Yes. You know, I'll tell you the reason, I want, a couple of reasons I wanted to bring you on. One is I get a lot of young guys, 18-year-olds. In fact, I had a guy in Texas the other day uh, in Houston area send us a message saying, hey, I'm looking to get my CDL, da 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 and, I, and, you know, the big thing is, and I told him, I said, listen, you're because he's wanting to be over the road, obviously, you can't until you're 21. But he, uh, his big thing is, he. I told him, you need to just find somebody local because I... A lot of these guys I seen on one of the feeds earlier, they have a hard time finding uh, an insurance company that will insure them until they're at least 21 and have experience. So you've been driving since when? Oh, early 2017. Early 2017. And so how old were you when you got your CDL? Uh, I was 18, um, turned 18 in May. And then the weekend after my birthday, I was in a uh, local school uh, and then got got the class a, a month later awesome man and so you you went into this now Kyle another reason I want to bring you on I'm going to tell you why if you've ever heard me mention this stat before but three out of four truckers get their or not I shouldn't call them truckers three out of four people get their CDL and they don't even make it six months and really? it's it, well, it's a, well what happens is they get out on the road they realize this ain't for them a lot of them hear that truckers make good money they sign up thinking it's gonna be great money they get out there on the road and you know it's 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 lonely they think they're gonna see everything but when they get there they realize that they're driving from spot to spot not really getting to see everything yeah it's not a vacation out there on the road like everybody thinks it is and and kyle i mean if if i'm if i've ever paid anybody a compliment on the show and i don't pay many compliments I, well, I just don't. But, it just was amusing. But I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed, Kyle, with you because, you know, to me, you're like I was. You're like most truckers. Uh, most real truckers, as a young boy, knew that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to be out on the road. Or they started, you know, getting that feeling later on. But it's a dream of actually living the trucker life. You have that, don't you? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So, 21, are you going OTR? Um... OTR regional probably. Um, I'm looking to have my own truck by then. Yeah, so that's cool. That'll, that'll make a difference on uh, what direction I take then. 
Yeah. Okay. So you got your class A at 18. You're not sure which direction. You just know you want to be in a truck. That's what you want. To, you, you, you want to drive the rest of your life. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what are you trying to do? Start a small company? Is that what your, your goal is? Uh, I just like to do owner operator and have, you know, more of a choice in what I'm doing. Um, if it ended up leading to a small company, I wouldn't have a problem with that. That's not necessarily a, a goal of mine. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, Kyle, on the, the law that right now, we'll use you as an example. You can pick up a load in, uh, say, Fort Wayne, Indiana. You can drive it all the way to, say, uh, I don't know, down to the border of Indiana and uh, Kentucky, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't go one mile over that line. In fact, you can't go 50 feet across that state line. It's illegal. Does it even make sense? Does it? No. Um, in my opinion, everybody passes the same test. And I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I think you'd agree that some younger guys obviously would have more stamina for longer lengths than say somebody who's, you know, 60 not necess- not that doesn't necessarily mean that somebody who's younger is qualified to go that long or somebody that older isn't but now what do you I think just feel like you think he just picked a fight with the older guys oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, young whippersnappers older guys i'm <laughs> no. not saying that any of them couldn't do that or shouldn't yeah i think that if you're a class a holder it should be you know one level across the board and, and we're in agreement with that and but i will tell you i will say this in defense of the 60 year olds and up those guys have so much stamina, it's unreal. I could show oh, you flat sure. betters that would tear your head off and tear mine off at the same time. They're so damn strong, that are, and they're in their 60s. But I'm just saying straight up, when you get to where you're 60, your stamina just, that's really what happens with a lifetime of trucking. At 60, right. you're just rocking, man. 60 is not even really that old. But going back to this, the rule, I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing. You can drive the same amount of hours as a guy that's running interstate, but you're not allowed to cross the line to do your your running. It just just it blows my mind. It's almost like a stupid old rule somebody made yeah. they threw in, you know? Well, I'll tell you this too. I guarantee you when I first started driving, I was running a lot more hours and miles in Indiana than a lot of the OTR guys were running livestock. Oh yeah. I mean I was north, you know, multiple loads a day covering all of it. So I mean you can put on the same amount of hours and uh, miles, you just have to stay in the state. It's not even a restriction on your running hours. Yeah. So you don't. Do you have to run a log with, with it just running in the state there in Indiana, or do you not? Um, I'm not sure. I've always been agriculture exempt as far as uh, ELDs and stuff. And then uh, we have to run a time card. So you have no ELD. No, no ELD. What's your time then? How how long are you allowed to drive in a day? On your time card? Uh, time card is 12 hours on, 10 hours off, I think. Okay, cool. I'm, so, usually, I'm usually right around 10 hours on. Yeah, so what, what kind of trail are you pulling? Uh, bulk feed trailer right now. You're running a, a, a pneumatic? Uh, hydraulic. Okay, awesome. And what are you hauling? Uh, bulk hog feed. Hog feed. 
And and like so, you pick up? Do you pick up in Kokomo where you live, or and then drive somewhere else? Uh, no, I drive about an hour in the morning to go get the truck, and then an hour further down south to Wayne Town, which is uh, ten miles from Crawfordsville, about. Okay, so here's the next. Here's the next question. I, I, I actually, my brain's going to this. I really, we got a lot of young guys, like I was telling you in the beginning, that that are just dying to drive a tractor trailer. But of course, they can't find any. And a lot of them are reaching out to these big OTR companies, hoping they'll have something local. Right. Tell us how did you know the people that hired you, or how did you do this? Did you just go out knocking on doors? Will you guys sponsor me? Will you hire me if I get my CDL? Tell tell us the story. Basically, how did you actually come across being able to be one of the few young guys that got their CDL and are allowed to actually? And you found a company rather that will actually insure you and keep you running. Right. Um, I actually started working for the first guy that hired me. I'd been working for him since I was about 14, power washing hog trailers and doing shop work. Um, And then worked for him about two and a half, three years. Um, And they had a driver quit and they couldn't find anybody to fill fill that truck. He had probably about 15 people through and just nobody wanted to do the work of, you know, handling livestock. Um, so he came to me and is like, is this something you would be interested in? And um, so I, you know, told him, told him I'd be interested in it. And then when I turned 18, he went ahead and put me through driving school just to fast track me on getting the CDL. Um, Cause I mean, I had already been driving trucks, you know, around the farm, but uh, just made it legal and uh, went from there. That so when you when did you just which livestock did you do was it hogs? Hogs, yeah. We did hogs one time. One time we worked there a year. Well, I mean, I'm we just worked saying, for Henry. Yeah, the hog farmer. But we did we did reefer like we didn't actually pull the livestock. We did all the trailers to f- get their food. They mi- they really meet their name real well. They are pigs. I mean, when I don't know <laughs> if you're around them much. But we were around them every day. He's been and around them since he was like fourteen. I didn't eat freaking. I didn't eat ham for like a, two years after we quit there. Honestly, yeah, it took a little while. I mean, it, it was the most. You know, at one time, I'll tell you a story. One time, we were, we went to a place called Cremo Land in New Jersey, in Florence, New Jersey, actually, and uh, we picked. We would pick up uh, milk, and th- but when I say pick up milk, this trailer would sit in the sun for weeks. Until they filled it with like extra scrappy junk, stinky crap. Well, when you pump that into your trailer, it wasn't milk; it was chunks, and it was horrible. And so then, like, I would bring it back to the pig farm, and Henry would go, "Just dump it in the in the in the uh, pen," and there'd be like I don't know five hundred hogs in there, and I would I would just start pumping this stuff into the dirt, and these hogs. <laughs> would just run into it and it would be up to their bellies and they it would be just coming in like a waterfall and they'd be sucking this stuff down and one would be taking a leak, right? I mean, I'm watching this. One hog's taking a leak right beside the mouth of the other one as he's eating. So he's eating the other hog's pee, right? And the worst gray chunks of milk you ever wanted to see in your life and they're just going at it like it's nothing. I mean, it was crazy. That's that's the hog business, I guess. Oh yeah, they'll they will eat anything you put in front of them. Um, uh-huh. I've worked in quite a few hog barns uh, besides you know loading out of them, and you got to be careful if you set your hat down or if you set your water bottle down. You'll turn around and it'll be gone. 
Wow. I didn't think they would eat that, but I mean, I know, I mean, I did see Silence of the Lambs, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I, think, I think it was in Jersey, um, there was a hog farmer who had a stroke while he was walking his pens and ended up passing away in there, and they only found remnants of his body because. Oh, wow. He was, yeah. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty bad, man. <laughs> okay, so, you know, you know, going back to this thing here, so basically... You, it's it's the not who it's it's who you know type of a deal. How you? In fact, that was me my whole life. My grandfather was letting me get up in the truck when I was just a little kid, you know, and 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 starting it and doing things. So, you know, that's really like a privilege. You know, you worked for a guy, he took you under his wing, and then when you were eighteen, what kind of school did you go to? You said you did go to track the trailer school. Was it like a hundred and sixty, hundred eighty hour course? What was it? A uh, hundred and sixty hour. That's cool, and he paid for that too, huh? Dude, man, I'm telling you, you got it made, brother. You really do. It's you sound like you got a good boss. What kind of truck do you oh, yeah, pull? No, we, he was he was definitely good to me. Um, we have parted ways um, this past year for some other reasons, but I mean, I got nothing bad to say about him. He was great to me. Yeah, you better not have anything bad to say about him. Hey, so like Ruth <laughs> Ann just asked, what what do you got for a rig? What are you pulling? What are what are you running? Uh, right now, I actually just switched on Friday. From a 2006 International uh, 9200, um, I switched from that to a 2012 T660. Oh, yeah, KW. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which one do you like better? Uh, I haven't driven the Kenworth yet, but so far I like that one better just because it's not falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. No, I got I got hit in that uh, International about a month ago, and so it just been starting to have issues from that. Huh. So you were in an accident, huh? Yeah, I was making a left-hand turn, and the guy tried to pass me while I was turning and hit me right under the driver's door. Mm. Wow, what an idiot. What was he driving, a car or another rig? He was driving a brand-new Chevy 1500. Nice. And totaled it. not brand new anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, he had to total that if he hit you. Is that your only wreck, Kyle? No, actually. I was about a month after I started driving – I was involved in a pretty bad rollover, um, going around a curve, and something in the suspension just let go, and I went over the edge of the road down the embankment. Where and, was it? Uh, do what? Uh, no, go ahead. You keep going. Oh, um, yeah, rolled down the hill, um, and I ended up getting thrown out of the windshield. And that's the paramedics told me that's the only way I survived was because I wasn't in the truck. Um, total split the trailer in half, totaled the truck. Um, and, uh, the dash cam did save my butt on that one. So well, that's good. For anybody who's not running one, <laughs> get one. Yeah. I mean, because I, I'm a, one of those. Agrees to oh, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I agree on the dash cams myself. Yeah. $180 investment saved me. Cause I was looking at, you know, doing the owner operator stuff. And right now for my insurance with that accident would have been, uh, for maximum coverage on everything, cargo, truck, everything would have been over a hundred grand a year. And once I submitted that dash cam footage and got that uh, accident off my record, it went down to forty-three grand. Wow, that's a big difference. So, yeah. What kind of a rig did you wreck? <laughs> it was a 2012 Volvo 670. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Now, was it on a ramp or was it? Or, tell me how the roller. It was just a curve. It was on uh, 16 over here in Indiana. Right. Um, 
And to this day, nobody knows why it happened. I didn't do anything wrong. I was under the speed limit, just going through the curve. Um, so they were like either something in the suspension let go or the hog shifted. Did you, did you kill some pigs? I had 168 on, and they saved 50. Aww. Wow. I mean, I wonder if we've from, seen his. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just wondering if there's been like several pictures over the last couple of years of, you know, hog trucks rolling and pigs running all over the highway. Were you one of those cases? Um, I doubt you would have seen it. It was only covered by a couple of small news outlets locally. Okay. Wow. So but something. I, go ahead. Sorry, I keep running into you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Okay. Something I would say though is on those accidents, I see a lot of comments of people bashing livestock haulers, and in my opinion, until you pull a trailer with you know for hogs, 170 moving objects that can move all in one way or the other, you can't really until you've had felt that behind you and felt that shift, and you can't really say you know they were speeding because you don't have to be going any, you know, you can be going, my buddy wrecked at five miles an hour going around a turn. They just brake squeaked and they all ran to the other side and put them over. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I've, that's something, man. So, okay. So you've had two wrecks in a year and a half. Is that basically what it is? Uh, yeah. Right around that time frame. Okay. All right. Well, and now here, some advice I would give you on that rollover if it wasn't your fault I would definitely make sure I carried a police report around. Does the police report say it was not your fault? No. Um, I didn't actually get that off of my record until about a year later. Okay. Yeah, just be careful because, one, you know, if, if you go – most trucking companies, they go back three years right. when they're hiring and they see that rollover, it's, it's well, I think taboo. that rollover stays on there for five years is what I was told. Well, whether it stays on there or not, they go back – insurance companies go back – you know, for something like that, usually they want that to be over three as far as, you know, to give you another chance, whether it's still on no. there or not. Yeah, I got a letter from Progressive once I got that cleared up that says that it was found to be not my fault. That I would I would 100% carry that with me. I would make copies of it just yeah. to make sure you don't... Maybe even get a tattoo right. of it on your forehead. <laughs> cool. Hey, I want to tell you a story, Kyle. You know, you've been... You're like one of the only people... Because, you know, I, I get a lot of, and I, you know, I, I wouldn't, I'm not saying I don't want anybody on my regular Facebook page. You know, in, in fact, I, I get, you know, trucker requests and I have some now, but you were like the first one ever that I left come on my, my page. And now, again, I, it doesn't matter, I guess, you know what I mean? If truck drivers want to be on my regular Facebook page, but you, I guess you had sent me a request <laughs> And I like I hit it right away, and and I got to be honest with you, the reason I did is because I went to a I went to school with a guy named Kyle Rich, <laughs> and oh, really? I I thought that was him. <laughs> I thought you were him. <laughs> and then when I was like I didn't because I don't like like Ruth Ann's a, a Facebook creeper. She'll go on people's pages and like creep on them and stuff. Me, I I won't. I, you know I didn't even look. I just assumed you were Kyle Rich, the guy from Orangeburg, Pennsylvania, and. Guess what? A, a year later, I discover you're not. I'm like, shit, how do I yeah. tell them? So I just kept you. Anyways, that's that's how you, you, you became my Facebook friend, by the way. I usually don't accept them on my, my personal page. Yeah, well, I mean, I do, too. Like, I, There's a bunch of requests in there. I, I don't yeah, mind I get the requests. I usually just don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I be honest with you, I'm hardly ever on my regular Facebook page anyways. 
And the reason I creep is because I don't want like she's a creeper. I don't want I don't want this this <laughs> this girl re- friend requesting me, and then I find out it's just some creeping guy. You know, it, it's it's usually some some Middle Eastern dude. I know, and right? Other pictures are him, and then it's the one profile picture just happens to be. Yeah. You know, a lady. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I so I'll creep on them just because I want to make sure that it's not someone that I really don't want to be a friend with. But right. most of my people on my Facebook page are like family or people I went to school with. It's not really, like I don't have that many people outside of like a close network, I guess you want to say. Right. Awesome, man. So Kyle, t- talk to us, man. Uh, is there anything else that you really wanted to say here as far as, you know, we, we know you want to become an owner-operator. We know you want to be in control of your own destiny and all that stuff. And that's a good thing. You, think you got something? Yeah, I was going to say, what advice can you give to another young lad like yourself that, that just started out? What can you tell them as far as how they could go about on becoming uh, CDL holders at a young age? I was trying to, Ruthann, I was hoping that he would give them some advice on how to get the job, but I get you got to know somebody. I just lost my power. No, it's my it's it's the headset. Oh, you pulled. Okay, all right. So I hope we didn't lose anybody. It was just the headset. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you still with us? Kyle. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, like Ruthann asked, you, give, do you have any advice on young guys uh, wanting to get their CDL? Maybe they have that dream of being a trucker. I I mean I would say you know most of your bigger carriers you're not going to have much luck with because it's either OTR or if they got local stuff, you got to be 21, 23, 25 with two years experience. And then obviously most of their guys are going to get those jobs. Um, you're going to have better luck, uh, in agriculture, uh, pulling a poverty wagon, pulling a bull rack, um, you know, bulk feed trailer something like that. Um, to where, you know, it's a more of a, more of a local guy that you're, working for, you know, down the road. Um, that's how it was in my situation anyways, uh, being out in the country. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd just, you know, come in there and work your butt off and show them that you want to be there. And, uh, you know, you're 18 coming in, you're not going to get the brand new equipment. You're not going to get, you know, the great job, you know, you're going to have to start from the bottom and work your way up. But, um, I know quite a few guys now that are, starting out um pulling livestock um there's quite a few young young guys that are flooding into this industry right now um so you just gotta keep looking and keep your eyes and ears open and hopefully you uh come across that opportunity that you need well you know that they're they are vying still to get you know the age limit at least to 18 and up which Again, I don't have a problem with that at all, being that I was a young trucker. You're a young trucker. And, right. you know, uh, again, I'll say it again. If I can drive from one end of the state to the other, it's kind of ridiculous. I can't make a delivery one mile in t- inside the next state. It's just the most ridiculous thing. But I can I can drive five hours to one state line, right? And I'd have to drop that right. load there. But then I can drive five hours back. But I can't drive one minute forward. I mean, it's, it's just about the stupidest rule there is. I mean, I don't get that. Right. And uh, one thing I had heard, I don't know if this was just a proposal, or if this is what they're actually trying to push forward with as far as being 18 and going out of state, was that you would have to be on e-logs, which most everybody is anyways, and then you would have to be governed at 65. You know, and you see, that I don't mind. Kyle, I'm going to be honest with you. Because if you, I, I'm a numbers guy, I've always been a numbers guy, and the the literally the, 
highest accident prone people are 16 to 25. Okay. Right. When I, when I was that age, I was an accident machine. You know, I, I had the worst speeding records. I, I'm, I was just in trouble all the time with my vehicle. In fact, my daughter's uh, good friend, a kid that I coached. Okay. Last night, uh, we got the word he was killed in a head-on collision and good looking kid promising is, is, you know, good parents, the whole nine yards and just boom, uh, in the rain, you just never know when your number's up, not saying he was flying or anything like that, but right. he had been getting, you know, in a little trouble. So, but anyway, so he lost his life last night. So 16 to 25 insurance companies can quote it. There's a reason why they're going to charge more. Because it's cost them more. Their payout claims are huge for guys in your age, and it is what it is. And then people that are like 70 and 80 are the next, the second highest claim. Okay, because, you know, there's a point where, you know, and some people that are elderly will want to smack me for saying this, but there's a point where <laughs> we really don't need to be driving anymore. When our coordination is off, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shaky, I'm... Your depth perception. Everything. I mean, and, and look, we should all be tested. I don't care if we're tested every dang five years for the rest of our life, even at our age. I agree. I'm just saying there's a point, though, where, and you know, it, it is what it is. And the 16 to 25, I agree. Put training wheels on you guys. <laughs> and I, I mean, it is what it is, Kyle. You know, if, if somebody right. would have restricted me, man, when I was back then, maybe I wouldn't have. I was in a head-on collision. I went right through a windshield, you know? So... Right. I'm with I'm I'm with that you know the the speed the speed limit and the ELD that's that's pretty much mandatory just about except for agriculture and stuff anyways right so anyways Ruth Dan you got anything for this this guy what's one of your favorite things about driving a truck um and what 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 what's your speeds right now like uh, how many gears do you have in yours uh ten. 10. I just was curious. Have you driven an automatic yet, Kyle? Yeah, the automatic was the one that I flipped in the ditch. How did you like that automatic? Or is, does that flipping in the ditch say it um, all? It was all right. Most of the time, I honestly had it in uh, manual mode, um, especially in the rain or snow. Once you start spinning, on that truck anyways, once you start spinning, it just it just thinks that, okay, we're going 30 miles an hour now, so let's go up another three gears, you know, instead of you know, you don't have that extra control of letting off, letting off and uh, having your wheel stop spinning. It wants to keep spinning them faster. Really? Even if you're not moving anywhere. That's what that's what my experience was anyways. Uh, cruise control in the rain with it uh, sucked. Um, I was riding along with the guy training and we about jackknifed because it wanted to upshift, but, you know, it was all wet. Kyle, I hear that backing the the older ones up was also a real bugger, but I'm I'm hearing the 15s or 16s and newer are really sweet. A lot of them, te- you know, they say you can control the gear you're in, and it's right. it's actually a lot easier to to be more in control versus those ex- so many years of major problems with the automatics. Yeah, I never had a terrible time backing it up. I mean, it didn't have that lag, but you just gotta, you gotta get used to it. Um, but once, once you've driven it for a few weeks, you get used to it. Cal, remind me again, you're 20, correct? 19. So you are, when are you going to be 20? May. In May. Okay. I got a question for you. Do you, first off, do you look young? 
Are you young looking? Do you look? I've, anytime I go in to fuel up, that's what um, I'm they asking. can't believe that they're because I'll be like, you know, I need a receipt for the diesel pump, and they'll be like, well, there's a big rig on that. I'm like, yeah, I need a receipt. <laughs> is it <laughs> is it for your dad? <laughs> is that what they think? Yeah, right. So you know, they, they never they never realize that it's actually me doing it. And I've been in a few truck stops, and the lady at the desk will be like, "So what are you like, 14?" I mean, I have. When you talk about you look in the dictionary and look up baby face, it, it says look at Kyle Rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and that's really what I was getting at. Um, I, uh, I I was curious if if you get a if you know how how are the the drivers accepting you out there? I, I mean, are they? And do you sound young on the CB? Do you have a CB? That's, that's what I was going to say. Is do you own oh, a CB? Oh, for sure. See, that's what we. That's a, I'm, we're a big CB advocates. Um, I'm, I'm not too keen on drivers that say, "Oh, you just got to work smart." <laughs> but I, I'm not. That's not an argument today for me. But but yeah. So when you're on the CB or you're at the truck stops, are are they accepting to you, or are they looking at you like, "Oh my God, look at this kid"? I've not really had too much conflict uh, in person or on the CB. Um, I guess the CB is just harder to tell and guys at the truck stop either don't pay attention or don't care. Yeah. And you know, to be honest with you, you're real good drivers. They don't care. In fact, the real good drivers got started young, just like you, brother. I mean it. The, the real, the, the real good ones started young and they had the dream at a young age. Also, there's just many guys that are trying to figure out how the hell do I get my CDL at 18, 19 and get a job. And you know, my advice is for these guys, Kyle, you 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 actually might have opened the door for thought here because maybe as a 16, 17-year-old kid, if you're out there listening and you know, I think I'm going to want to drive a tractor trailer. My dad's a trucker. I want to be a trucker. You know, it's a, it's a, great, it's a great life, man. I'm a trucker myself. And maybe start looking for a job. And Kyle, you have a great attitude of, of hey, you got to work your way up, Okay. So maybe if these guys that are 16, 17 in high school would, would maybe go looking for the local farm. And if you're in Pennsylvania, look for the local coal haulers, you know, or down in the south, some sand haulers or whatever they're hauling, and uh, try to get on with, with one of these companies, you know, maybe working in the shop and doing things like you did, Kyle, a little bit of labor on the farm, a little bit of labor around the shop. And then slowly, if you're loyal to these guys, Trucking, trucking company owners are also ex-truckers, and they see a guy that's got the dream of being a trucker, they're going to help you. That's probably one of the best pieces of advice. Just follow after what you did, Kyle. Yeah, for sure. I'd say keep your eye out for you know the local local farmers and local shops and companies and whatnot, and just get your, get your foot in the door in the trucking industry anyways. You're not going to throw away any knowledge you gain from, from working in it at all. I mean, it's all stuff that you're going to use down the road. Kyle, I inter- I interviewed a trucker the other day, right? He was in Miami, and he was just getting his CDL. I'm not kidding you. This guy was like 30 years old, and he 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 asked me about what I thought he could make, and I told him, I said, look, as a student, when you go with these big companies, the average student is going to make about 500 bucks a week while he's in training. Okay, and then once he gets assigned his own truck, he gets graduated into that rig. He's going to make maybe $1,100 gross, you know, ma- maximum for the first six months to a year. And this guy, you know what he said to me? He laughed. He goes, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't work for those wages. 
I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, my cousin's making almost $3,000 a week. But his cousin's been driving for like 20 years. He's a lease operator, and he makes good money. This guy actually, right. he, he believes the opposite of you. He believes that he's going to come into the industry, and everybody's going to write him out a big, giant check because he has a Class A CDL, and it doesn't work that way. People don't realize, everybody thinks that truckers are in such demand, and we are in demand. But what the more important thing is that's in demand are the safe good ones. The, there's, there's an old saying a lot of truckers don't notice. Trucking companies spend 100% of the times trading the bottom 10%. You hear that? They spend 100% of the times trading the bottom 10%. The guys that job hop, that have accidents, that can't keep a job, blah, 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 blah. Those guys... The ones that don't make a lot of miles because they'd rather go home. Right. Those guys will never find out that you can make a lot of money in trucking. But like Kyle... You've got to work your way up. I like that. I love this kid, man. I love this attitude of working your way up, working as a, a farmhand to start out whatever you had to do to get your foot in the door. I'm telling you, man, I don't compliment many people like I'm com complimenting Kyle, do I? No. Plus, no. I got to admit it, he stealthed my damn Facebook page. And <laughs> he, he, he got in, man. <laughs> You never want to take his uh, compliments easy there. You got to watch them, though. You never know when he's going to come back out with you. I'm just waiting for the curveball. Yeah, somet <laughs> exactly. Sometimes I build you up just to drop you. <laughs> no, no, I'm good for real, man. I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy for for you, brother. I really am. I, ho I hope you you go far. Keep your nose clean, and I give you the same advice I give every new trucker, which you're really not. Get out and look every time you back up, man. I've talked to so many million mile safe driving award guys. And one of, the, one of the big things they'll tell you is, get out and look. You know, one of the most common things that will screw up your safe, you want to get million miles safe driving. And I know you got a little bit longer to go since you had a damn rollover. But, you know, you can still get a million miles safe driving award from that point on. But you got to be cautious every damn corner you go around with a tractor trailer. Oh, for sure. So, anyways. Kyle? You got anything else, brother? I'm going to wrap this thing up, man. And I need you to come back on again, man. You know, check in with us. Oh, yeah, sure. Definitely. Any you know, um, keep the greasy side down, turn your CV on, and uh, watch out for cars passing you while you're turning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and on that note, when he says that, invest in the in-cab camera. Yeah. Because that's what saved him. Oh, yeah. Kyle, we just we just did a big. Where do you see this pod that's coming out this weekend? I don't know if if you're do you, do you listen to every pod? Oh yeah. Okay, this next pod is coming out. Where do you check it out? It's it's a pod on a guy that got pulled over by a cop, and uh, honestly, in fact, this pod will probably come out after that one. But the, if you check this pod out, it's going to be out tonight or tomorrow. If it's in editing right now, it's it's how not to behave when a cop pulls you over. And uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool pod. You'll like it. I was, was going to say, you sent me that video last night. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. You were talking to me last night. I said, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? You, you know what? This pod will already be out when that's out. So what do you think of that video? I think that there was a lot going on that could have been avoided. Um, like I told you, if he had it on dash cam and thought that it wasn't a legitimate reason, show the cop the dash cam. Mm-hmm. And they're either going to keep messing with you or they're going to be like, okay, sorry, didn't see that happen, you know, whatever. Um, but like I also told you, I'm all in favor for making their job easier. Um, 
I had told you about a couple of my experiences being pulled over in my personal vehicle, having a concealed carry on me and just work with them. I mean, it's not that big of a deal to step out of the vehicle. I've been asked to do it so that they can, you know, keep an eye on my hands while they go back and run my stuff. I mean, it's not, not the end of the world. You know, when I listened to that video a couple of times this morning, as I'm breaking it down, I realized the cop actually said to him, he said, you said you have a dash camera. Let me see it. Like he was going to, he was trying to let him off. And no, the guy goes, he goes, oh, never mind. I know exactly. I didn't catch on the first one or two times either. You, honestly, Troy, you don't catch much the first time around because your mind's going five miles per hour. Or not no. five, 50 miles per hour. Like you don't pay attention. You got too much going on in your head. So you catch like pieces of stuff, but you're focused on one thing and you don't catch some of the other stuff. Yes, mother. Well, I'm the same way. <laughs> it drives my wife crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. All right. So, hey, listen, man, we could talk all night. I, I'm really happy we got our first under 21 trucker on the show. So we'll get this thing uploaded in the next week or two and uh, just keep watching for it. And like I said, Kyle, if you get um, any ideas, you want to come back on the show anytime, man, anytime, brother, just come on, give us an update on, on uh, what we wouldn't mind following your career here on Toxie DL. Oh, man. All right. Ruth Ann, do you got any advice? Stay safe out there. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. All right. Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers. Ruth Ann here. Pick up the phone and dial 844-292-8999. If you're looking for a company with new all-automatic Kenworth T680s with APUs and fridges, this company offers lease purchase and company positions. Again, dial 844 292 8999.